For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hello, friends. How are you, therapist Lisa Dunning? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Two, three years now, and you've been here every Tuesday. I know. Exciting. You. Last time I had treats last year. I have yeah. to get for our, our second anim- year anniversary. I, yeah. So I have to. You got to work on that. I was I hoping you'd have some today. <laughs> No, just well, I'm waiting for Pastor Moreland. So. Yes. Oh, Pastor. now teachers oh. love treats. Teachers we work know. for food and treats well, and coupons. Well, you'll just have to come back. Okay. <laughs> you work for te- treats and coupons? <laughs> yes, oh, and everything wait. that's on sale. Yes. That's it, but treats are a biggie. Michelle Ron, speaker, Miss Senior America 2004, and teacher. Wait, so I want to find, what are the, what are the te- gifts? No, I know you're so nice. You're not going to want to tell me, but you will. Oh. Uh, what are the teachers? <laughs> Yes. What are the gifts that teachers get that they never want to see again? In the old days, it used to be the glass apple. No, it used no. to be the Avon. Oh, oh Avon, Avon, really? It, for me, I can only speak really? personally. Right. Okay. But Avon products, you know, okay. Avon Avon a. made a living off of teachers, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so they do all those, no like, Avon. you're the best teachers, like, pin and you open it up and there's lip gloss or perfume inside. You probably <laughs> had 20 of those. Remember those? Pins you that know, opened um, up? Um, yeah. For me, I loved I, I well. First no, come of on, all, dish because I need to okay. know. <laughs> I love a Christmas ornament, um, oh, and my tree, nice. my tree now has a gazillion ornaments, and I okay. can tell. And they're signed. They're signed on the by back your by the students. So you like this? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. You're asking it. for oh, something neat. I don't like. Oh gosh, boy. You know, I just I love to receive anything. I honestly okay. do. Yeah. Other than the Ava, Ava no, or Ava. or like something perfume or something okay. that everybody it, that's their own personal. Thing what did so. other teachers not, not like? like. <laughs> good one, Angie. That was good. okay. Let me think. Uh, let me think about that. Let me think about that. She won't sell nice. her fellow teachers She's out. Nice. Oh, no, I'm trying to think offhand. Today, my Starbucks gosh. cards. Oh, a lot my of gosh. right. Is that wonderful? I give out and Chick fil A cards for Christmas for about 25. And I, but boy, when you start buying them for the oh, janitor and the librarian and the lady in the lunch lane, whoa, fast. I spent like $300 just on oh, the gr- sure. elementary oh. school gift cards. And you're it's really nice to do that and, because well, that's I did not it necessary. and I ran out and I went back. Yeah. Wow. You see somebody and you're like, how can I not give one to you? That's, oh, but that, that's you know, that really is nice. Um, it is, right? It, the yeah, janitor. It, it is. I think they're useful. Should, you know, food gift cards are you right, hopefully right. useful. I love garden gift certificates. Oh, that's oh good. yeah. You know, for for flowers for the spring that's or good. something like well, that. You know, one I school I went that. to, yeah. um, my kids went to, I should say, they did the coolest thing on their website. They said what the teachers liked, so it was their wish list of things they oh, liked. Wow. So you could choose a gift from that. Why not? Why shouldn't that's we know? Right. And number two, at Christmas time, they had like a pool, and you would that's bring your you, you you would bring your money into the front desk, or you would just sign up online, and you'd say, I want to give Mrs. So and So this much 
but here's the beauty of it. You weren't embarrassed if your right, family right. Did, could only give $10 because it's anonymous. It's just one chunk, right? right? And so I, I thought that was really right. ingenious. Oh, so I think that, that's huge. Yeah, families that. could give a yeah. lot or a little, and right. the teacher would never know. They'd just get a nice check, and I think they got some pretty decent checks, to be honest with I you. I think you're awfully nice to, the school's awfully nice to do that because that isn't true in every school. And and it does make a child mm-hmm. feel inferior or inferior. Yes, the if they word, can't give as not, much. They, they want, they love the teacher, but they can't give like yes. the other person yes. can. See, ours, so. we do the money thing, the, the pool, but yeah. then they change it to a gift card on what the teacher likes and now she gets a big gift card to whatever Mm, i like the idea of a check for the teacher at christmas time because the teacher um can then go and that pays for their christmas that makes sense or something special for them i mean i'll bet you these teachers were getting a grand because i know what some of my friends were giving i mean they were getting a grand or more for their check and i'm talking just from a couple of my friends i know they got at least that much so i think that those are pretty substantial checks at that particular school it was a charter school yeah i've never heard of that yeah um I know, wasn't that a well, great you're teaching idea? Teaching at though? the wrong, <laughs> right? The wrong school. Now? Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Exactly. I was just curious. I was just dying to know. Okay, so um, Michelle, um, this week is talking to me about four things that can make your life uh, very satisfying, and she took it from the perspective of she's a senior. But then when I read through them, I'm like, these are four things that will make anyone's life satisfying. But she kind of took it from the approach of after she retired, she needed to have a purpose. Okay, and uh, we've talked before about how. Um, after Columbine, Michelle's life changed because she was a teacher and she had taught Dylan Klebold in her gifted program for four years. So on that that day of the shooting, she had a heart attack. And I'll never forget, it was just in the last week or two, Michelle, I, I said that was life-changing for you. And you said, you said I appreciate life so much. And you said, I'm not going to waste a single second of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not. No. And that in the hospital, the next six days in ICU after that, no. God and I chatted, screamed, mm-hmm. uh, every, every emotion possible. Um, and th- that was it. You know, my... my my plea was, Heavenly Father, what do I do now? You know, what what do all of us do now? Because um, uh, it was so devastating. And until 9-11 happened, only the people at Columbine could relate to that. But after 9-11 happened, then the whole, the whole yeah, world no, knew, unfortunately, knew the other. feeling. Yeah. But my, my point is that, okay, all right, the, I, Vonette Brights has a great statement, Bill Bright's wife, that says, uh, the fact that God has me living... Um, means he has still something left for me to do. And I believe that. I do believe that. And so, therefore, my prayer was, what what is it, God? You know, I, I still love kids. Of course I love kids. And what do you want me to do? And that's when I began to be very serious uh, uh, to be involved with the MOPS organization. That's right. Mothers of Preschoolers. Well, and I, I want to go through all of your four tips sure. and then discuss them with Therapist Lisa, but I want to start with, I think, a couple of things that might kind of play into this because this lady, much like you, Michelle, and you as well, Lisa, although you and I are contemporaries, but, you know, seniors who are doing incredible things or just living each day to the fullest really inspire me. And I actually picked up from this 96-year-old yoga teacher. Mm. Um, she's the oldest yoga teacher in the world. And you're thinking, oh, you know, she kind of, she has a walker and bends over a little. She stretches slightly. No, she puts her head, like her feet behind her head. head. Mm-hmm. She balances on two hands. She, I mean, the, the, the people in the class, one guy um, talked about how he came in and he thought, well, what did I get myself into? Because she was in her <laughs> 80s then. He's like, oh, boy. Mm. And then he could not believe what she could do because she's kept this up over the years. And she just took up dancing in her 80s. Wow. Mm. So she's a 96-year-old. I think she turns 97 in August. And she just took up dancing in her 80s. And when we say she does yoga, she's advanced 
in her yoga. Wow. Okay. Advanced. And One, what she says every morning when she wakes up, she said, I don't think about all the problems I have. I told my husband this last night. I said, we got to drop this negativity cycle because he's in a startup and he's really, it's really, it's I said, negativity, I said, is um, contagious. And he works with some people that are very negative. Mm-hmm. And I said, when they put two people in a dorm room, a positive and a negative, the negative wears off on of the positive. Mm-hmm. I said, so we got to stop this cycle. And I said, the 96 year old yoga teacher says she doesn't get up and think about all the horrible mm-hmm. things she has to do the day. She wakes up and she says, today is going to be the best day of my life. Awesome. So take a listen to her. When I get up in the morning, I don't think about all the things that are going to happen, whether it's good or bad. I say to myself, this is going to be the best day of my life. She has the most positive attitude of anybody I've ever met in my life. She's inspired me to stretch physically and emotionally beyond what I've been able to ever think that I could do. Whatever you put in your mind materializes. So if you put negative thoughts, you draw towards you negative things. So be positive. Isn't she awesome? And it's a, I've watched that piece on her now that the Today Show did three times. And I sent it to my dad because I just was so touched. And she has some other... Um, tips on you know how to live a wonderful life but what, what did you guys think of that oh, i think it's phenomenal i think one one thing that she pointed out right at the way and i didn't mean to jump no, in lisa I'm go, sorry, but, you jump <laughs> but that she says um every morning she wakes up and she puts that in that's a conscious effort that is that's something that be, has become a habit with her and obviously then she she goes to do that I think that that takes real effort, you know, especially like you're mentioning, Angie, your husband is in a startup and works around negative or t- uh, people that can bring you down real easily. It takes a lot of strength to build yourself up. And so that that number one, it has to be a, a focus. And second, I do want to throw in for the Queenie thing here, our oldest contestant for Miss Senior America was Stella Fanu Kirkland from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. She entered the pageant at that marvelous age of 99. Wow. She learned to tap dance at age 80. And so therefore, just what your little gal just said now, you know, she started, was it yoga at 80, something uh, like that? Yoga, she's been doing her entire life. When her she was eight, life. and listen to this, when she was eight, she said, oh, Look at that. That's so neat. Just a little girl and her aunt said, oh, no, don't do that. That's for men. Yoga's for wow, men. Really? Well, think of how many years ago that was, wow. you know? And uh, she said she's thankful she didn't listen to her, her aunt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All I could say is, what, she's 90 and it's working for and her. look at her. Yeah. Look know? at her dancing. And look at the guy she's dancing with. <laughs> uh, I have seen that. On, oh, yeah. I have, too. On, yeah, on Facebook or YouTube. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Or I think, was she on dancing? I mean, um... Not Dancing with the Stars, but one of those shows, America's Got Talent or something. I don't know about that. This, this doesn't mention anything about that. Okay. But I do know she was in Hollywood and she was French and yes, she had difficulty she learning had, English. Okay. So she was on America's Got Talent and they they didn't know, they were all bored with her. And then all of a sudden, she, she Grandma got in. down. Yeah. Yes. She, I'm just, I'm just yes, impressed with her. Yes, she was really good. You know what I'm most impressed with? Her attitude. And I think yes. of my, um, my uncle and my dad and my aunt. Um, one of my aunts is near her mid-80s and she walks three miles a day and she has this same attitude and she I got to spend a lot more time with her than I normally do because I'm really close to my younger aunt um there the, there's six kids in my dad's family and they've been like second parents to me because my dad was absent for decades mm-hmm. so 
Anyway, um, I got to spend a lot of time with my Aunt Della, and I, I called one of her daughters. I got home, I go, oh, I am so in love with your mother. Mm-hmm. And she's so fantastic, because normally I stay with my other aunt. It's like a mom to me. And so there wasn't as much room this time, and so I stayed with Aunt Della. And I always spend time with her, but not as much. And I just, th- she doesn't sit down. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you walk the three miles, but then you don't sit down. So she does like 15, 12, 13,000 steps a day, which is equivalent to about, you know, six miles or so in her mid-80s. My dad does the Tai Chi three times a day, mm. and then my uncle is a, um, a gold medalist in the Senior Olympics wow. for tennis, and he's Good 79. Yeah. And so, and they're little people. They're all very little <laughs> wow. people, tiny little people. My dad even said last time I saw him, do I weigh less than you now? I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, that's great. He goes, should I weigh like 138.40? I'm like, I just really don't want to talk about this, you know? This is really not, not a fun topic. But all you right. know what? One thing they work, not only their body, but their mind, and I think yes. that keeps them young and You're active. Right. It's, it's so true. Okay, so this is what the 96-year-old yoga uh, woman says. Tao is her name. Uh, start the day right. When I get up in the morning, I don't think about all the things that are going to happen uh, and, or say anything bad to myself. I only say positive things. And then you heard her. She said, this is going to be the de- best day of my life. And I've been waking up saying that That's just awesome. to get myself in the right spot because I wake up very early and sometimes with very little sleep. Um, age is just a number. I don't believe in age. When people ask me about age, I tell them to look at all the trees around them. They're hundreds of, year- hundreds of years old. They may look as if they're dying at the moment, but they're not. They're not. They're recycling themselves. They mm-hmm. they keep you know working. Mm-hmm. You know they keep growing, and so she keeps stretching, and so she's kept a lot of that ability that she had when she was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't cross my legs no. like she does in that that that, style, that yoga style. All right, three. Dance like nobody's watching. Dancing makes you feel well again. You know I've fallen, I've slipped, I've had everything, but I don't like let it take the better of me. Number four, and this is so, this goes with Michelle's attitude point. She's going to have accentuate the positive. Whatever you put in your mind materializes. So if you put negative thoughts, you draw towards you negative things. So be positive. Just look for the good. And I think as Christians, I think that we kick sand in God's face when we take for granted all the beautiful things we're given and we just, you know, have pity parties and why me and this happened and this part. Look at their new house or my friend doesn't work and she has a new Mercedes (laughs) and my car is 12 years old. You know, like really you have a car. Right. You know, and so, and your kid, you know, Jorge and I have heard interviews in here where we've heard, you know, young women who've lost their husbands um, at the age of 31. We just did this interview. Suddenly they said he had the flu. He died. She had two toddlers. That's the kind of thing that brings pain to your life. Not that you can't get your hair done at the salon professionally. Right. You know? It's all in your perspective. Absolutely. And I think gratitude is something we just pound on this. But I've been going to bed thinking about like cool things like my son doing so well in championships, mm-hmm. which he did, by the oh, way. Oh, did he? Yeah. Get- he yeah, he won Most Valuable Swimmer, and he has all-stars coming up. And awesome. my daughters did really well, too. And so, um, anyway, I think about their smiles and how they swim and they laugh and throw the beach ball. And so I think all those thoughts before I go to bed at night, and I think, I think it just sets you in the right place. Because right. I'll be honest, when I get up after five hours sleep at mm. three or four in the morning, I, I pray, please, God, help me get up because mm-hmm. I'm so tired, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And. Number five is don't procrastinate. She mm-hmm. says that um, this is Tao, 96-year-old yoga teacher. There's nothing you can't do. And she said, enjoy life and see how wonderful it is. There's so much to do and so little time to do it. So stop procrastinating. And Michelle, that's kind of what you do with the, I'm not going to waste it, a minute. Uh, and from my mom's generation, that was the Pollyanna. Oh. And the Pollyanna, I don't know if you've heard, it was a Pollyanna series. But Pollyanna 
is great, but everything is great. Everything is good. And and I don't believe that. I, I don't believe no, no, that no. at all. And so I don't want I don't want that feeling going out about what I believe too. But Bill Hybels has a great prayer um, that in, in the morning before I my feet touch the ground, my prayer is this, and it's his. Um, Dear Lord, thank you for the day. I freshly commit myself to the role that you have invited me to play in the building of your church. I joyfully give you my love, my heart, my talent, my energy, my faithfulness, my gratitude, and my create and my talents. I, I missed one in there, but it's it's a point of actually looking at the head of the day and focusing on and what we can be. And gratitude is the last one. You know, gratitude. Mm-hmm. God tells us to be thankful and content at all times. You know, those are pretty tough words. To say when you're going through some awful icky stuff. So I was reading something recently about um, you know, DUIs, driving under the mm-hmm. influence, and that, and I and I just popped in my head like, what if you lived under the influence of the Lord? Like, what if you all day long you lived under the influence of the Lord? And that's what we're supposed to do. But we right. forget because oh, we're selfish, of we do. and we want this and we want that, or you know, we want to be first in line, or we whatever it is, we forget that we're supposed to live under the. So I, um, I, I wrote on my wrist the other day, L U I, and my daughter's like, "What's that?" Because usually I put a P for prayer on my wrist, and she goes, "That's a new one. What's that?" And I'm like, "L U I," and I couldn't explain the right. DUI to her. She's too little, but mm-hmm. I just thought, what a cool. Uh, that's a great UI to get an L U I. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You'd want and that ticket, often, right? Oh my gosh, yes. How often do we surrender? I mean, I surrender to him more more than I can count because five minutes later I'm I'm saying, oh, I did surrender this, God, but oh, excuse me, you're not doing it quite the way right, I had right, mind, right. and we'll so I'll just back. yeah, exactly. So that's the relationship with God. You know, He wants us to be focusing on Him, and so every time we do that. It, it make I believe it puts a smile on his face. Or at least I'll throw a tough one in because you're a therapist and you work in the world where sometimes faith isn't brought into therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that people who can lean on their faith sometimes can have an easier time healing or working through things? Do you? Because I've seen it with five right. parents that lost children. Three of them had, were people of faith and they had a piece about them Definitely. eventually. And the two that didn't have faith, I felt like they white knuckled it through every day and had a lot of, you know, emotion. And but believe me, I've never been in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. Is, these are just my observations. And having lost a brother, I know what my parents went sure. through. So, you know, I, that's what I saw. I definitely, yes, you're right. There are some therapists that bring faith into the therapy. Um, we do not, but you're right, Angie. I do find that when clients bring that they already have that foundation of faith and have that connection to God, you know, that really does help them. One, it gives them a purpose too. So I notice a lot of my clients that are really depressed and possibly suicidal, that helps with them. And that actually as a therapist helps me, like it gives me hope too that, okay, you know what? Prayer does work. Let's use it. So I do use it for my clients, you Who know, want to. Who, exactly. Yeah, we're open to it. Um, and whatever religion that is, you know, we, we talk a lot but about you have meditation. Multiple, people come Definitely. in from all religions. But, but yes, Angie, I feel like people who come into crisis who've lost, you know, a loved one, you know, in a tragic manner, that does help them um, cope a lot more and help them on the path of getting healthier a lot quicker. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And for those even that come to you or come to each one of us that 
are in some sort of situation and we know that they are not believers, mm-hmm. we still inside of us can say, Lord, put the words in my sure. mouth or don't put the words in my mouth. You know, help me to help me to do what you have well, in mind for this. I was thinking what a, a nice pairing you two have been because Pastor Merlin's been gone. And I thought, um, you know, Lisa's a therapist by profession, but I, I feel like you're a counselor for Christ, oh. Michelle. Oh, gosh. yeah, because I feel like you um, you minister to people mm. emotionally on, you know, more of a you know faith based level. Well, and I think I for for me so much of it has come in the last eleven years. I mean, I always thought that I was a a walker with Jesus before Columbine, but after mm-hmm. afterwards, it's had a whole new perspective for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. I want to share another senior with you guys, and I don't think we have time to do it in this segment, so we'll share it in the next segment. But this is a ninety-one-year-old guy who's walking across the country, hmm. and there are a couple of people that are doing these cross-country walks. There's a uh, Another one I hope I have time to, ch- uh, to, to share with you in the next segment, honoring his wife. And it sounds so crazy when you first hear it, but you may have heard about, you know, Comic-Con was over the weekend in uh, mm, San Diego. San Diego. Right. And he and his wife were, um, were certifiably, uh, they're certifiable geeks. And so she, she passed away young in her 40s. And so he dressed up as a stormtrooper and he walked um, from San Francisco to Comic-Con mm-hmm. down in San Diego in a stormtrooper outfit wow. um, in, in her honor because he knew that yeah. she'd get such a kick out of that. <laughs> and he's real emotional about it, you know. It's, 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 it sounds crazy, but it's, when you hear him, it's super sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back with the good news. Eight ten KLVZ, Brighton, Denver, and the entire Front Range. A Crawford Broadcasting Station. Hi, it's Angie. Would you like to have a bigger business or grow your nonprofit and make more money for your charity? I would love to help you. If you like the good news, if you believe in what we do, we work with our sponsors personally. And I have friendships. I know everyone that works on the good news as an advertiser myself. And so I would love to help you build your business. And I would love to have you help support the good news if you enjoy it. And I love to work with nonprofits, as you know. So please contact me if you have questions. And News at gmail.com. Again, it's News at gmail.com if you'd like to partner with the good news. I know you have dreams. I know you have goals. I know you want to achieve them. And sometimes, let's be honest, we get tired. We give up. Carrie Connolly is here. She helps us achieve our dreams and come up with a vision for life. And she has a big event that will help us reach our goals. It's the Big Epic Summer Summit. What will we learn there, Carrie Connolly? What we're going to learn there is I'm going to do a two-hour workshop from noon to two. It's an all-day event, but I'll be the keynote speaker that day on end it the way you intend it, not letting 2015 go by without hitting all your big, hairy, audacious goals. Now, a lot of people kind of just like they they run out of steam in, in the summer. You're halfway through the year, and you think it's important for us to write things down to come up with a vision. Will you teach us that as well? I will be teaching that and how to end this year with the big, hairy goals you started with in January. And there's some specific tips that Carrie gives people and entrepreneurs as well uh, that help you achieve your goals. How do they get info if they'd like to attend, Carrie? They can register at theconnectingexperts.com. Connectingexperts.com. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. This is a good place. I really like it. This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Break and sorting the different Brick Break stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts. 
asunder and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall, I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. Love lives here on 810 KLVZ. Loving through worship music and inspirational talk. Welcome back to the good news. Angie Austin here with my friends, therapist Lisa Dunning. Hello, Lisa. Hello. And also Michelle Ron, teacher, inspirational speaker. Friend to all, Miss <laughs> wow, Senior America 2004. It. Good morning. Um, all right. So we were talking a little bit um, uh, last hour about the four things that uh, Michelle is going to tell us about uh, living life with purpose, living a satisfying, fulfilling, happy life. And before we get into the four things, I have one more story I want to share with you because you'd initially said, Angie, as a senior, I think we need to find purpose to find happiness. But then I looked at all your tips. I said, these will work for anybody. But Good. in that same vein of a 91-year-old with a purpose, this is just kind of an update on a friend that we had on the show before I say friend because I loved him immediately he is first of all healing through this running he's running 3,000 miles across the country he put his feet in the water in the Pacific and he says he's gonna dip his toes in the water in the Atlantic when he finishes and I think it's gonna take him three years now he's 91 when he does this now he's 92 and he's about halfway done now because it's a several year endeavor and he's raising money and he's doing it for I believe um, it's a type of vessel it's a military vessel that he said um, many strategic military people say said, this is the ship that won the war. And so he'll talk about how he kept getting denied to get into the military and uh, how he kept going from place to place to place to place around the country until he get accepted. And he and his wife were actually married on one of these ships. So mm-hmm. that's why he's running across mm-hmm. the country to raise money to save. He said, I, I believe it's the last one. Mm-hmm. So there's a, several you know, uh, uh, reasons he's doing this. Okay. So let's take a listen. My name is Ernie Andrus, and I'm doing a project that I called Coast to Coast Runs. They wouldn't take me because I got a lazy left eye. So I kept going to Los Angeles uh, recruiting station, and they'd turn me down. I'd go to Wilmington Beach, they'd turn me down. About the sixth try, the line was so long, I stood there and memorized the eye chart. That's how I got in the Navy. Nobody knows much about LSTs and what they did, and they built 1,051 of them. Eisenhower and Winston Churchill, both of them said that the LST was a ship that won the war. And uh, this is the only one that's left. We didn't have enough money, so I thought, well, I'll raise some money, put it on the same beach where it was 75 years before. I heard about other guys that were running coast to coast, and I looked it up on the web. Nobody 90 years old has ever done it. So I think I'll do it. Now I've been running across the desert ever since I started this project and I don't know how I'll be once I get through it because I love to run on the desert. I always did. That's something when I get on the desert, I just feel like running. Did my first half marathon when I was 87, did my second one when I was 89. And when I was 88, I decided to do some 200 mile relays. And that was so much fun, I did four of them. I figure I'll be almost 94 by the time I get to East Coast, and I want to be able to still be running. Hmm. Isn't wow. he amazing? That is and amazing. No, I just showed you his picture. Cute as a button, first of yes. all. But he's not walking. No. He is he's running. running. Huh. 
huh. probably faster than me too, which I've isn't saying much. But. I've seen him <laughs> at 91. He is really running. So he's wow. raising this money and he's um, halfway through. So there was an update just a couple of days ago uh, at the beginning of the week. Well, yesterday, 1,500 miles into the trip, a little over halfway on his jog from California to Georgia. Most of the running so far has been, as he mentioned, um, in the desert southwest mm. where mm. he loves to run. And he is raising money. And uh, uh, the Today Show did a feature on him. And you can uh, Google uh, Ernie Andrews and find out and put 91-year-old running 3,000 miles and you'll come across him. And I just think he's neat. He's got a donation page. And he doesn't he hasn't raised that much yet um, in terms of what he wants to raise to save the ship. So um, you can join in there you if know, you would like. You know what's great about that? It, it just shows you're never too old to have goals. And I think that's important, you know, because we talk about phase of life, retirement, and sometimes people yes. become depressed because mm-hmm. all of a sudden their identity is different, you know, from working, being employed to now what and being yes. bored. Mm-hmm. And you have to so, have a reason to put your feet on the ground. Definitely. Isn't that one of your f- four tips to re- leading a satisfying life, Michelle. It is. And Mark Batterson, uh, well, back up, Art Linkletter used to call, you never want to retire. Retirement, but retirement mm-hmm. becomes refirement. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be retired? Ref- fired about you know in your life to do better oh, to get fired up and, and I love that and working towards a goal Mark Batterson has said we are uh, it's our responsibility to use the gifts that Christ has given us and that means until we see him face to face I agree and it so I mean that's it so yeah you if you've heard me at all you know that two words are and two concepts are extremely important to me attitude and choices and with those two I feel that there have to be for me four things that are spurring me on every day and one is a task with a purpose participation relationships and service so um, task with a person per- purpose, purpose. Pur- pur- it could be a person, <laughs> a person. Yeah. Yeah. that's relationships participation yeah. relationships and, and service service, service giving I to think others is huge okay and, and uh, that task with a purpose for me um it really started when i retired from teaching because the first time that the kids were back in school and I was not. I looked at that clock and it was 10 o'clock and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in my jammies. I haven't done one silly diddly doop. And if I'd been at school, I would have had four classes. I don't like that feeling. I want I want something. So sometimes that task with a purpose for me is simply trying to find my car in the parking lot of Safeway. I mean, literally. Which I told that. you that my mom, <laughs> I drove her car the other day and it doesn't have the click, click that mm-hmm. I have oh on my, my key gosh. ring. I couldn't find her car. Oh, wow. <laughs> and how many green Camrys are in there? Like older green Camrys in the Walmart parking lot. Love it. There are a lot of old green Camrys in the Walmart parking lot. And uh, But she does have, you will, oh my goodness, my mother, she she's certifiable. She does have special car seat covers that are actually oh. t-shirts she got on sale for $2 on clearance. And they are, <laughs> wait, it gets better. Wait, wait for it, wait for it. They are from St. Patrick's Day. And oh, so they're like a leprechaun in a tux. Okay. And so um, on her seat, she has these giant giant 3XL leprechaun with a tux um, oh, car seat hilarious. cover slash $2 t-shirts. That is funny. My mom is living large in that green Camry. <laughs> and she she's is. comfortable when she sits down. Good for her. Yes. Her purpose. Yes, exactly right. Her you purpose know. is taking care of my kids now. She doesn't do it like she used to. What she does is, um, you know, she bakes them, she makes them breakfast and she does the things that she enjoys with them. And that might be, mm. that might be uh, cleaning the kitchen and making cupcakes with them and then taking them to swim team practice. 
practice, picking them up from swim, watching them during swim team practice, sitting at the pool with them for hours. So that's what she can handle. But they're older, so it's perfect. When they were younger, she actually took care of them a lot while I was mm -hmm. working. But do you see what that's doing, though? Not only is, does she have something that she's looking to do, but she's also following through with it. She's getting out. I'm sure those kids are getting her into some activities that are a little outside of her comfort zone. And she may have to step across and figure out how to do this. All those things are so well, good for us. And my kids are holding her accountable because apparently Grand Grand says some things sometimes she shouldn't. She uses oh. language. Mm -hmm. And it's not Spanish, Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. So Faith, Faith comes to me and she's six and she says, Grandma, uh, Mama, Grandma said this. Bleep, bleep. <laughs> and she said, pardon my French. And every time Grand Grand says, bleep, bleep, she says, pardon my French. And Mama, that's that not French. French. <laughs> and she told me the words. I was oh, like, do. Mom, yeah. she knows that's not French. So stop saying pardon my French and yelling when you're in traffic and using naughty words because they call them out. For the sure. It's good for them, out. though. Sure. Isn't that you know? hilarious? Well, yeah, one thing we have talked about for a lot of times in a lot of sessions on your show is that we are being observed mm -hmm. and oh, we, yeah. are being, we are observing. And, the, and you may think that uh, you're not, but boy, you are, and especially if you have kids around. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we've got um, okay. a so task, with a purpose. task with a purpose, relationships. And relationships are actually uh, statistically a key in the longevity of life, developing relationships. Now, women are pretty darn good at it. Yeah. Um, men, men, most men need some encouragement. My husband is Velcroed to me at the hip. You know, I and I've said, you know, if I go home to live with Jesus first, honey, he, what are you going to do? Oh, and My his goodness. answer is, what? I'll be with the kids. No, yeah. you can't do that to them. Oh, that's <laughs> you know? hilarious. You can't. The you kids know, you are probably to... <laughs> like, well, <laughs> oh, they're really good with pretty healthy, so. <laughs> <laughs> But the developing relationship, it makes us better. It makes uh, I, us better I'm in curious so many about ways. that, Lisa. In therapy, I want to find out, um, do you find the people who isolate and don't have as many friends, they have a harder time recovering from depression. And isn't that one of the things they do then? They sure. isolate? Because I have to be honest with you. I, I have a lot of friends. I don't get to do a lot with my friends. Like meeting you guys here every week, it's mm -hmm. like a coffee date for me because mm -hmm. uh, of the kids and the two jobs and the early wake-up call. I, I don't do a lot of social things at all. Well, you know, and it's funny because I tell people you came into this world as an individual. So you really need to focus on your individual needs first and foremost. That's the foundation of a house, basically. So you, you can know? take care. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care mm -hmm. of exactly. anyone else. And so that means hobbies. That means developing healthy friendships, you know, having coffee dates or whatever that is. Then you have a couple. So then you want to foster that couplehood. So it is really important that 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 individual has activities outside the couplehood because you know when something does happen what's going to happen to that other person if they're so clingy and their whole life was devoted and i see it a lot of times with parents with kids you know as soon as the kids are moving out it's like oh my gosh now what right. you know i'm stuck with a stranger next to me because we didn't facilitate that relationship mm -hmm. and i lost who i was as an individual because i defined myself as a mom or a father or whoever it was so it's really important to take care of yourself and to formulate those relationships outside of the home. Mm -hmm. okay, and so that's got, where participating. Yeah. So you have a task with a purpose, relationships, and then participation. So right. participation means that you get yourself out and you participate in something. Sure. Something, uh, you know, of your choosing. The 91-year-old that's running, good yeah. for him. You, right. you mentioned a hobby, Lise. Like, I, yep. um, I memorize scripture better when I do art. So I do, um, and I was memorizing scripture the other day, and I thought, which one was I memorizing? 
memorizing. And I couldn't like bring it in my head. I think it's don't be anxious for nothing through prayer, petition, supplication. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, God, Make your request known to, to God. God. Yes. Yeah. But I was just racking my brain because I hadn't put it in my art journal mm-hmm. where I write down my scriptures because then I can refer back. But because I have a little bit of like, I'm distracted. I was going to say ADD, but I want to label myself. I don't okay. know that I have that, but you know, I get distracted, so it helps to like draw out the scripture mm-hmm. and write it out with colorful pens, and it's fun. That's great. Me. So that's and like I a, want to add another reason. Yeah. I mean, to me, to take that scripture, and even if you have trouble memorizing, as I do, um, even if you have to start with scripture, Jesus wept. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I can but memorize that one. Exactly. And then go to a few more. But the purpose and so that we can draw upon that when we need it. I had an MRI on Friday and I never had an MRI. I'm claustrophobic. Don't ever want to do it again. But all I could think of inside that darn tube, I just was trying on as much scripture as I possibly could. And I and I think that's a real advantage to my health. Yeah. To my health. And I, I, I also have... Um, you know, memorization for me, I've got, I, I have to work on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just, oh, memorize that. There we go. I'm, it's memorized. Sure. No, it takes work. And so I've been working on that a lot more because I know the scriptures when people tell me about them. Oh, I've heard that a million times, mm-hmm. but can I like actually spout Decide it back it. myself? And you're right. It's great, um, Michelle, to be able to call on it. Okay. And so what's your yeah, last so participation? My last one I think is the then... huge, the really huge one, and that's to serve. Um, serve in some way. And no matter what your age is, no matter what young or old or whatever it is. To serve means that you help somebody, that you reach out and you make a difference to somebody's life. And it's never too late to serve. There are organizations that are begging for people to volunteer. Even if you volunteer an hour a week, you mm-hmm. it makes you better and it makes something else better. And John Wooden said, um, you know, when you stop learning, you're dead. You know, you, you must keep learning. Cause so as you are serving, as you're participating, as you're relating, you are also learning. And Gandhi, again, I love his quote. He says, live as if you die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Learn as if you were to live forever. And that's that to me the learning process we can always learn and it makes us better and when we come back to the service part lisa um you have you said time and time and time again and i've seen the research do you that serving other people brings you out of a depression sure do you ever assign that to people all the time you You know i think when you get out of yourself and help others i think that helps yourself inward too and it also think i think it puts things in perspective that oh my gosh look at here i'm well kind of like what you said angie and not to minimize our own problems but oh i'm worrying about you know if i could fit into my dress for a Mm -hmm. reunion when someone's worrying about where they're going to get their next meal you know for dinner it's it just puts things in Mm -hmm. perspective and i think you know, I can't say enough how important it is to help others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When Christ our, tells us that that's our purpose is to love one another and to serve. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's that's very it. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love one another and to serve. All right. So speaking of serving this, uh, this man, I call the store, the stormtrooper trucker. <laughs> so he's going to Comic-Con. His wife's a geek too. He So I see this guy dressed as a stormtrooper for, and I giggle to myself. But then when I hear him and hear his story, it's really beautiful because they were both like, happy geeks he says you know and so when he lost her just in her 40s he wanted going to comic-con without her was not the same so he walked there in his stormtrooper outfit with like this cart that he pushes with his tent and his chairs and the whole nine yards and so he went there over the weekend and then you know headed back to san francisco take a listen kevin doyle is a star wars fanatic i get this here say you're such a dork you know 
but she's a self-proclaimed geek. That self-proclaimed geek was the love of his life, Eileen. R2-D2 was our, our ring bearer. The two artists had been married just one year. Of course, with pancreatic cancer, that's a death sentence, so she knew she was going to die. Eileen died November 7th, 2012. She was 45. I don't feel like I've, I've, I've gotten to November 8th. I've been stuck on November 7th. This journey is a major step forward. Doyle left Petaluma, north of San Francisco, June 6th. He's expected to arrive at Comic-Con July 9th, 645 miles in full stormtrooper armor. I want this to be cleansing. And a way for him to fulfill a promise. I said, I said, I'm not going to let your memory die. Her memory lives on through Eileen's Little Angels, a foundation that provides gift bags to children going through chemo. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Right, sure. The journey to Comic-Con is in honor of his wife. The walk back will be for him. Crossing the Golden Gate Bridge will mark the end of his coastal adventure. It'll be um, symbolically. You know, and he obviously was very teary-eyed during this. And I just, mm -hmm. a couple of things came to mind that he's given himself purpose to honor his wife mm -hmm. so he doesn't fall into that depression. And the little Eileen's little um, angels where he gives the bags to the children going through chemo and, uh, you know, just doing this for mm -hmm. her, keeping her memory alive. I think that's so beautiful. And I, I, I'm such a believer that uh, in the fact that there are no coincidences and that people are coming into his life mm -hmm. at that particular time for this reason for him. And for me, that happened with the Queenie thing when I won college. Colorado and went on to Vegas for the national. My prayer there was, Heavenly Father, I have no clue why you have me here. But this is unheard of to go into one pageant and then become Miss Senior America. <laughs> These women do pageants for years. Oh, thankfully I did not. I, that was my only and one period. But what happened was we started competing on Monday and the crowning was on Saturday. And as the women would come, uh, we got to know each other more. Um, there were so many circumstances where God had put people in my life and, and me in theirs. And one was Miss Tennessee. Her, um, husband it was her husband's idea to enter the pageant and when she won national he became very ill or excuse me state and became very ill and when she went to national he had gone to live with jesus but he asked her to continue to do it we prayed backstage mm -hmm. carol um carol from new york was in her 10th year of parkinson's and uh, yet she competed and she handled in her, her song was getting to know you and her movement the whole point is that in this gentleman's life um the little eileen's little angels are coming forward to do better yes, to do yes. better well i want to make sure um, michelle and i are speaking at a big event Ooh, on yes. october 3rd and we'd love for you to come if you go to my website angieaustinradio.com angieaustinradio.com beatrice brunner the drill sergeant of life will be there and we'll have six speakers singers and the women last year who attended said it was life-changing michelle your website michellearon.com and you'll be a better person for coming Therapist Lisa. LifeSupportInstitute.com. Excellent. Thank you, Therapist Lisa. We'll be right Thank back. You. The YMCA of the Rockies, my favorite place in the world to go as a family. Next details on that. Music of inspirations, encouragement, and meditation is found here on 810 KLVZ. This is a good place. I really like it.
This is Eric. He's an ambassador with ARC Thrift Stores. Yeah, I started at the Brick Break and sorting the different Brick Break stuff. Also, then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier. He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because he also knows. They trust you to do a good job. And he loves where he works. I'm the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts on there and make sure there's enough bags. Support ambassadors like Eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at ARC Thrift Stores. It's a very good place. It's Everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that. ARC needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items. To find the most convenient donation station, donation box, or ARC Thrift Store location, go to arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com. Yeah, overall, I'm very happy and thankful, like I said, about ARC. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching. And there's so much love in that church. And I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just... I, I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and, I, and I, I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry. Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus. Thursday night, we connect. You can go to dinner. You get to know people. And then on Sundays, I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning, and I feel I'm always hugged. I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there. And so I feel like I'm growing, but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church. So if people would like to come, how do they reach you, Pastor Moreland? Please go to our website. You can download our sermons for free and find out where we are, denverbible.org. Hello, it's your pal Angie Austin. You know, I have to tell you, if you enjoy the good news, I would love your support. I would love to team up with you, to partner with you, and help you grow your business or your nonprofit. And also, you could support the good news at the same time. I know all of my sponsors personally. I really enjoy working with these advertisers because we have friendships as well as a business relationship. This show means the world to me. I have a passion for sharing good news, and I have a passion for my faith, and I would also have a passion for you and, and building your business as well. You can reach me at angieaustinnews at gmail.com, angieaustinnews at gmail.com. I'd love to work with you. You heard it in church. Now you have it here on 810 KLVZ. And yes, it's all right to sing along. Welcome back to the good news. Hey, it's producer Moose. And you know, one of the things that I love doing, I love having fun. And uh, one of the things I love uh, about having fun is I love doing things with my family. My daughter just turned three, and she is just all about summer and doing fun things outside. And so is my family. And, uh, you know, one of the things that Angie is all about here at The Good News is her family as well. And the place she loves taking her family, I've taken my family there a couple times, is YMCA of the Rockies. And I have her good friend Martha Sortland from YMCA of the Rockies. Hi, Martha. Hi. And so there's, it's it's still summer. Summer's not over yet. I mean, I have already started to see back to school things pop up in the stores, and that's just ridiculous. We just had the Fourth of July a little bit ago, but there's still half of summer left, right? Oh yeah, definitely. There's plenty of summer left. And there's plenty of uh, summer fun going up at YMCA of the Rockies and Nessus Park, and also Snow Mountain Ranch. What's uh, you know, uh, recap some of the great things that are going up on up there that we can bring our families to. Yeah, at the Estes Park location, we have tons of outdoor activities going on. We have guided hikes for all ages. We have an awesome craft shop. Um, we have mini golf, disc golf, tennis, 
swimming pool, zip line, you name it, we have it. And uh, over at Snow Mountain Ranch uh, near Winter Park, we have a summer tubing hill, which just opened last year. And uh, swimming pool, again, mini golf, horseback riding, guided hikes. So something for everyone. And the the summer tubing hill, which was uh, last year was the first time for it. It's open again this summer. It's still like one of very few in the nation, right? Yeah, it's still uh, it's the first in Colorado and only the third in the nation. Wow, and has it been a big success? It has. Yeah, we are busy. And uh, from what I remember, you like you can shoot water on it, and it's not just you know a uh, you can wear your bathing suit and have a good old summer summer sun time, right? You could, yeah. Um, you won't get too wet, but it's a very nice cooling mist. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Very nice. I, I think uh, when I talked to Angie's kids about it, they said it was a sprinkler. So I guess, you know, Mr. Sprinkler got uh, confused, but I got that. Awesome. And um, you and I were talking a little bit ago about how great YMCA is a place for family reunions. Yeah, we host hundreds of family reunions each summer at both of our locations. And now is the time to book actually for next summer. We book up pretty quickly. Wow, next year. So you're already planning for 2016. Yeah, yeah, and we suggest that family reunions start planning as early as possible because it can be tough to coordinate with people across the country. And you said you do hundreds of uh, family reunions a year. What sort of special things, what are available to those people that want to do a family reunion at YMCA? So we can customize a lot of our programs um, to just do it for your family reunion and to make it, to tailor it to your family reunion. So you can do icebreakers. If you haven't seen anyone in a while, we will facilitate the icebreakers. You can do a campfire with songs and stories. You can even have um, special memorial services or baptisms on site. We have a lot of great locations for that. Um, you can reserve uh, your, a private pool session, um, private sessions in the craft shops and um, guided hikes just for your family. That's tons of fun. And um, what, what are some of the, the number ranges that we can plan on if we want to take our families to YMCA for the family reunions? Well, honestly, <laughs> I would say up to 2,000 if your family oh, is. wow, okay. <laughs> if your family is a small town, come on up. Yeah. Um, typically, though, you know, families are around anywhere between 40 and 60 people, and we, okay. have, we actually have cabins that can hold up to 44 people at both wow. locations. At both locations. Okay. So, and you said you do uh, these uh, guided hikes and all the fun stuff for uh, family reunions at both places. So you're not limited just to picking one or the other. And YMCA of the Rockies and Nessus Park and Snow Mountain Ranch, I've been to both many times, and they're very fabulous and full of wildlife. And one of the things that Angie's kids were telling me uh, last year, and they brought it up the other day, is they went on a scat hike where they <laughs> were uh, identifying animal poop. And that was one of their biggest highlights. And I know that there's awesome things going on at YMCA of the Rockies every day. Fun stuff. Summer is not over. How can we uh, find out more information, Martha? YMCARockies.org. YMCARockies.org. Remember that org part. I always get it wrong, and Google has to correct me. Thank you, Martha, so much for coming on with me today. Thank you. If you have any questions about what's going on here on The Good News, if you want to talk to any of our supporters or other guests, feel free to email Angie and I at angieaustinradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Martha, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.